Welcome to the podcast arm of the redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing his purpose, pronouncing his power, and proclaiming his praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Just be hearers of the word, but to do this word, let my life be a reflection of your encounters this evening, that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I will never be the same. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I don't really know this song very well, but I've sung it before, and I love that song. I will never be the same again. How many of you know that song? Choir, please, you know. I will never be the same again. I will never return. I will never fly. I'd run the race and I will never be the same again. Just the chorus is alright for me. Let's take that one. Never be. Yeah, that's it. You're right, man. The same again. I will never return. I've closed the door. I will never pass. I run the race. We'll never be the same again. The same again. I will never return. I've closed the door. I won't plan around the race, and I will never be the same again. Amen. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let us be the same after this weekend. Let there be a turning point for the better. And let us never be the same, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You can take your seat. You know, one of the things that that prompted me so much in that song, I think there is a verse that says, fall like fire, then something like flame. Uh Uh-huh. You see, when I encountered that song one time, it was a serious matter, but don't mind me, I don't know how to sing. But the best thing is for you to, you have come into the presence of God, and thank God for the prelude that you have had tonight, that the Spirit of God will always help you to be able to burn off whatever the fat is. And I just noticed in the scripture that it said to them, don't eat the fat. How many of you have noticed that in the scripture? Well, that was the problem of Ophini and Phineas. They ate everything with the Pharisees. We will take it before you burn it off. 
So those are the things we are trying to warn you against when we say, look, you cannot serve God. Oh, sorry. I was talking with the workers. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But that's the most important thing for us that please remember to apply the flame. But let's quickly go into what we have for tonight. Yesterday, what did we talk about? Those of you that were here this afternoon, you are, you are not allowed to talk. Can you remind me of anything you got yesterday? Those of you that were here last night, anybody in the house? All of you are here in the afternoon. That's the only logical sense now. How many of you are here in the afternoon? Raise up your hand. Okay, sorry. Let me put it this way. I was not here in the afternoon. Raise up your hand. No liar will make heaven. I was not here in the afternoon. Raise up your hand. So, out of all of you, I won't take pastor. Nobody can tell me what you just got yesterday. Anything. It will suffice. Nothing. Ah, maybe I've wasted my time yesterday. Okay, you can either be a conductor or a semiconductor. Okay, no problem. I'll, I'll come and take you, sir. Let me take that sister. I'll come back to you here. Sorry? Purity comes before power. Okay, let's quick. Uh oh, somebody is here too. Then we'll come back to Pastor here. Thank you. The Lord bless you. One quick one, sir. On, 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 on for him, please. Is it on? Okay. That's right. Thank you, sir. Now, yesterday I didn't spell out to you the things that you need to take care of. How many of you noticed that? I didn't tell you this is what you must not do. This is what you should do. <laughs> I said by yourself, talk to God. But today, I want to spell out certain things from the scripture. We'll just read the Bible. As I'm reading the Bible, we'll be challenging ourselves so that you can allow the flame of God to affect it. And you will see from the scripture that you have control over it to get it done. You have heard it a little bit in the message. That it is in that second Timothy chapter number two, when you get to about verse 20, 21, it said, If a man purges himself, he does it with the help of God, then you can get resolved. Let's look at the scripture. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Because of time, I'm not going to read all the whole lengths, but I'm going to read to you. I'm going to just speak from verse number. 5 instead of from verse 1. The Bible says, Mortify therefore, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walk sometimes when ye were live, when you lived in them. Now, concentrate from verse number 8. That is what I want to share tonight. He said, but now, when? When? Ye also put off all these things, all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. 
lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that has created that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarians, Scythians, bond nor free, but Christ is what? Is all in all. Look at verse 12. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do what? And above all, put, the, put on what? Charity, which is the bond of perfection. Now, it will appear as if I want to quickly read so many things because I know I have a limited time. I will try to slow down and at the same time, I will combine it with speed. <laughs> How can you do that? That's an oxymoron. I want to slow down and run. You know that kind of statement. Uh-huh. So, but why do I want to do it like this? It is going to be practical still. And I'm still going to take you through the thoughts that we have yesterday so that it can resonate and you build on it. Yesterday, we identified what can be a conductor. We also identified what can be, what impurities does in a conductor. And also yesterday, we identified that, okay, something can be semi-conductor. That is to say, at one point, it will conduct. At another point, it will not. All right? We're talking about practical Christian living. I won't just teach you just the word and run away. I want to relate it to your practical life. So we go like this. You look at verse number eight. But now, do what? Give us verse number eight of that Colossians. Quick, 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 please. Verse number eight. What did he say? But now, do what? Hold on. Don't go to what? He said, put off. When you want to switch off the light in your house in these days of Google, don't think of Google. <laughs> Physically, who does the turning off? Talk to me now. Even in the days of Google, who instructed the Google? It's me. So, the scripture is saying to you some of the things that is in our life that the refiner is asking us to handle. You can turn it off. If you can turn it off, what happened again? Oh, you now see why in the body of Christ. Look at that verse number 8. It says, but now, put off what? Uh-huh. Number 1. Oh, so a pastor can get annoyed suddenly. Church member can get annoyed suddenly. At that point in time, can the power of God flow? Are we together? I will give you illustration also. You see, the moment you get to the point of anger, the power of God will not flow. Okay, let me put it this way. Should not flow. But when, if you are going to put God to shame at that particular point in time, the power will flow. But then, when the power finishes flowing, it comes back to you. How many of you remember Moses? 
He was angry. But because the name of God must be glorified, you have over voltage. You know, you now have voltage spike. Oh, yes. Okay, I will tell you now. Huh? I'm teaching. Some, I asked somebody, I said, What did you learn? He said, I learned science. <laughs> I'm teaching you too much science, but that is where the Holy Spirit allowed me to take you through. That's, don't blame me. When you are in the field of science, you have two polarities here. And you put a lot of energy. What will happen? You will see sparks between one end to the other. That is what happens in your car in those days anyway. When you say spark plug, you remember? Huh? You know a spark plug? Those of you that, you will know better because your car has... <laughs> Oh, how many of you got it? You got it, eh? <laughs> amen. You see, so when, amen. No, I love the congregation because I don't like people to be too serious when we are preaching. But at the same time, you want to get the gist. So that when you get home, you will remember immediately he said this. Sir, when the integrity of a plug is almost not, is not corrupted, but then there is a gap. There is a type of current that can still flow between two gaps without they touching one another. That is what God will do. When a man in anger does certain things, especially when God will not be glorified, he will make sure his name is glorified. He will now turn to the Mr. Moses and say, Moses, did I commission you to be angry with the people? Are you now God that you are now bringing water out of the rock? Do you know that the implication of God doing that is much more terrible than for him not to do? I repeat, it is better for God not to do that than for him to do it and then face you. And I will explain it to you. The scripture says that Moses was born. He knew it himself. He was born to deliver Israel from Egypt and take them to where? Wilderness? You didn't answer me. But he got to the point of anger. And God saved the face and then turned to him. The purpose for which you are born. You see, you will not achieve it. That shall not be your portion. Don't let anger prevent you from receiving the normal flow of God through you. What are you supposed to do? Let me hear you. Turn it off. Now, it now allows you to be ye angry, but sin not. So you now, because you are going to ask me a question. So it means, Pastor, anytime I cannot get angry again, excuse me, get angry. But you know the sin not aspect of it? You go to the switch quickly and do what? The Lord bless you. This is how to live the normal Christian life. I am not talking theory to you. I'm teaching you normal Christian living. This brother is going to offend you. This sister is going to offend you. You are going to get angry, but you have the capacity to do what? That's why it's so terrible when I see husband and wife in the Christian dorm. They now want to go to law courts. And you tell me you have the spirit of God. There's a problem somewhere. If God must flow through you, Apostle Paul said, therefore, do what? 
turn these things off. It means you can equally turn them on. So what's your choice? Uh, off, on, off, on. Is allowed. If the moment you discover that it is on, what do you do? That's why you have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you to be able to do it. Because when, how many of you remember? Oh, God will help me today. Now, when you look at when two kings came to Elijah, Elisha, and he started reprimanding them, in that second Kings chapter three, he said, "No, I'm not going to listen to you guys." He was annoyed with them, and then they wanted him to still get in the mind of God. Man said, no, I'm annoyed now. I said, okay, you know what? Get me a mystery. Oh, I love that kind of spirit. That immediately he switched again. And heaven helped him. And then the power flew. He turned off his anger. You should be able... Let me tell you this ahead of time. If you know you don't know how to turn off anger, don't get into annoyance. Don't get angry with anybody. God will help you. That's the Christian life. I'm teaching you practical Christian living. If anybody tells you that somebody is not going to annoy you, it is not true. In fact, and somebody provoking you is the fire that is purifying you. So when they provoke you, because you are not an online attendees, I don't know why you are laughing. Though. Some of you will say, Pastor, we will attend online. Excuse me, when you attend online, Somebody is not going to provoke you now. Or is your computer going to provoke you? <laughs> Possibly. Somehow. Oh, teach me now. How does computer provoke you? <laughs> Hold on. I love this meeting, though. Pastor, we are not finishing one hour. God will help us. <laughs> How many of you are enjoying yourself now? And you are learning. Sir, what did you say the computer can do? Slow. Internet can be slow. Well, okay, maybe we can, but that <laughs> go. You see, we are now living in 21st century. <laughs> so if internet sluggish movement or maybe flow of um, data is going to provoke you to test your anger level, those of you from God's own country. <laughs> you, know, you know how, you know in those days when you press enter and you go and take water from, and you come back. Internet will really teach you patience. Praise God. He went again. He said, put off. Let's go to the next one. Verse number eight. What is the next thing there? Rot, rot, rot. Um, you see, when you talk about rot, it's an expression of displeasure. You know, some of you, you are annoyed. The story was told about a man who was annoyed with his boy. He was rot with him because Daddy Gio told us the story because he wrote certain things on, the, on his new car. And out of anger, he just blew up and then used a hammer to blow the boy's hand. Yes. Only for him to discover that what the boy wrote on the car is, Daddy, I love you. And of course, they cut off the fingers. There was nothing they could do. Now, what am I trying to say? Learn the secrets. When you get wrath, when it comes around you, what can you do? You turn it. 
He said, put it off. You see, all of these things, when you learn to put it off, it allows the power of God to flow. That's where we are heading for. And the Spirit of God is telling you here that please don't get to, the, to, 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 to such a level of rot that you cannot control it. Remember, it's not saying that you should not get rot. But it's only telling you that if it happens, what must you do? Tell your neighbor. I hope you have not been angry with somebody that is sitting beside you before. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, put off your rot. Pastor, I don't understand this, your congregation. <laughs> this is a serious matter tonight. Too. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Bible says to us in that verse number 31 of Ephesians, put bitterness off and every rot and all forms of anger, put them off. You don't want anything like wrath in your family. Don't just get annoyed unnecessarily. And of course, you know what? I love James. James chapter 1 verse 20 says to me, the wrath of a man cannot walk the righteousness of God. There is no amount of anger you will display in terms of wrath. I say it is because of God. He said it cannot walk the righteousness of God. So what do you do? Put it off. Don't laugh again this time around. Listen to this. If your husband Say, leave me alone. I'm not going to eat your food today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know. Turn it off now. I mean, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You say, uh uh, my husband, let's turn it off. <laughs> what am I telling you? Practical. Yes. It seems as if I'm not I'm hitting some people somewhere there. I see husband and wife chatting. I say be careful. <laughs> it is practical, brethren. If you want the power of God, that was why the scripture said to you, Hey, when it comes to the matter of husband and wife, say take care, live with them with wisdom, so that your prayers will not be. Hindered. You are always annoyed or you are annoyed maybe like 12-7. You know what I'm saying? Not 24. At least you will sleep. And you refuse to, and you refuse to eat your wife's food. Excuse me for how long? What do you say? But don't shout on him. Don't, because that will now go back to anger. You have to quickly turn that one off also. So double switch. It is well with us in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hey, number three, I love it. That, verse number eight, Colossians 3, 8. Let's go to, I'm just reading it through the scripture now. It says what? After the wrath, what else? What is malice? Somebody said grudge, yes. Uh -huh. Minding your business, it's okay, Yes. Don't worry now. You are only being what? Hold on, brethren. Because I want it to be that at the end of the day, you will be able to say, the Lord is using me. 
Because deliberately you turn them off. The Bible is saying that it's not, you see, by saying that I taught them something in the afternoon, he said, put to death. Put to death is different from turning off, which means that there is a possibility of these ones happening in your life. When they happen, does it mean that you cannot receive the power of God again? No. What can you do? You turn them off so that the power of God can flow. Because that part, that part of purifying yourself in that area, you have a part to play. You take care of it. You, take, you make sure you concentrate the fire in that area by saying, I will turn it off. And one of them is malice. When unforgiveness sets in, when you are a couple at home, first day, second day, and the woman will say, ah, ah, it's okay now. You say, what is okay? I say, what? And the woman will say, what is not okay? And you get angry again. Ah, ah, ah. It is time to do what? So when you do, then the Holy Spirit will flow again. Let me tell you this. Christian life is lived by God through us. For it is God that is at work in us to do of his good pleasure. So it is him that wants, even ministry, I was talking to somebody, even ministry, it is God that wants to do this work through us. We cannot do it. In fact, if I ever attempt to do this work, I will mess it up. And he showed the example to Moses. His Bible tells us in that Exodus chapter 40 that when Moses completed it according to the pattern, God showed up. And every time we do ministry according to pattern, God will always show up to pass through us to do his will. That is technically what we are talking about here. So that practically when you step out there, excuse me, somebody is going to drive. I'm not prophesying. Let's leave it. But when you finish a good meeting, somebody is going to drive in such a way that you say, are you blind? Can't you see that this? And the fellow says, uh-uh, sorry, now we have just finished. After that. <laughs> and you are going to be the one that will say, okay, I'm very sorry. I will allow you to go. You are doing something. You are putting it off. Somebody must do it. Let that fellow be you. So that when you do it, somebody will say, ah, see what I did to this lady. And she didn't even do anything against me. She didn't even react anymore. It is because God has brought you under the umbrella of the refiner. And he's showing you certain things that you must do in the process. And when you learn to do it, your life will be sweet. Your home will be sweet. Even church will be sweet. Somebody is going to offend you in this church. But somebody... When you are offended in the church, what are you supposed to do? You refuse malice. Instead of saying, mm, excuse me, when somebody is sitting on this side, you want to come and sit on this side. Are you sitting not under the same Holy Ghost? <laughs> and somebody will go and sit at the back. He said, no, I'm not going to church today. I know that sister is the one that is going to lead praise worship. I'm not going there. All because of one issue or the other. Sir, what should you do? Show your neighbor. Do like this. Turn it off. Amen. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. So we must learn the secret of turning off malice. 
because they will hinder our prayers. No wonder Jesus Christ said, when you stand praying, what must you do? Forgive. Because if you don't, nothing goes beyond this ceiling. And yet, you want to contact heaven. You want God to download into you what you need for tomorrow. So for your own sake, not for even the fellow's sake, what do you do? Turn it off. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, 20, be not children in, brethren, be not children in understanding. How be it in malice? What must you be? Be ye children. Be ye children in malice, but in understanding be men. I may not need to explain that to you, but you know. No sooner they fight now, children, they cooperate again the next hour. In fact, you can tell if it is a matter of, we are not talking about marriage seminar now. If it's a matter of home, and then your wife offended you, or it is your husband, learn the secret of saying, sir, that was act one, sin one. Let's go to act two, sin two. There is no relationship. Let's go. You don't know what I've said? If tomorrow in the morning, you know some people, when they're going to go to work in the morning, they will, fi- they will fight one another and quarrel. And by the time they come back, they continue the quarrel. Sir, tell that fellow, that was in the morning. This one is where? Evening. Switch off. Let's continue. Learn that secret and the power of God will go. Then number four that I want to mention there, look at that verse number eight again very quickly. Blast what? Amen. Now, let's go to, in that verse number eight. I want to just, I mean, leave blasphemy, but we can combine it. Blasphemy and filthy communication. Let's combine it. You know, this filthy communication, we, let, me, let me put it to you like this. I will start from what does not concern you to what concerns you. All right? We are, in the, we are living in the days where because people don't have much to do in the church, they want to fill the gap. They now bring comedian on the altar. That's a no-no. Anywhere you see them, walk out of that church. The altar of God is not a place that you bring comedian that will say, and I was going, and something happened, and I started speaking, and he was making fun. And all of you started laughing. Excuse me, the demon is going to show up one day, and it is time for you now to now speak in tongues against the demon. The demon will just be laughing at you. Say, you guys are comedians. You don't know anything. You have casted your peer before the swine. And they will turn around and rend you. You see, that is, that's, I said that does not really concern you because you are not pastor of the church. But what concerns you is this. I've seen people do it before. I hope you are not. The scripture says, feel the communication. Let me start from what I don't believe should be in your midst to what I think you do. You know all those health words that we use all around town? If you are a child of God and you are using F word, you need to do what? Tell me, tell me now. Turn it off. Because if you don't turn it off, the devil is going to lay hand on it very soon. Now, if you are the type that engages in, <laughs> Pastor Shaba has just served me my meal in the hotel. He said, who are that old mountain before Lawali? You will come down. What am I talking to? Food. That is wrong. 
Did you hear me? It is wrong. You are jesting with Holy Ghost treasures. Don't do that. Now, when it comes to serious fielding communications, I don't know much of it. That's why I'm trying to pick in my head the one that I know is common to all of you, all, all people, all, most people around here, is that when you are talking to a man of God, in fact, I had one. I never knew the meaning, and I will use it exactly the way I had it. You may not even understand it. Then I will now explain what they told me it meant. We were just in a place, and they saw a lady passing by. <laughs> I said, what is the meaning of this? And I realized that a pastor looks at people all around and makes jest of them when they are passing by. Sir, that will affect you. As a child of God, in the house of God, learning to do the things of God, and you want the Holy Spirit to pass through you, be careful what you say and how you relate with what you hear on TV screen. Pastor said it now, that the, he gave an illustration. This world may look clean, but it's, dirty as, it's as dirty as you can imagine. So also, through the media, when you listen to, when you watch movies, when you, look, when you watch some of this comedy, that you hear all those slangs they use, and you yourself, you begin to use them, learn to switch off. And the best way to switch off is to stop watching all those material. Because they will keep on influencing you. Feel the communication out of your mouth. You cannot bless with one mouth, and the same mouth you are cursing people. You are stupid. You are foolish. You are a nobody. You are a non-entity. Heaven is looking at you and saying, eh, can you create one? Learn the secret of what? Turning off. I'm running for a place. I will show you now. Let's move. The next one I want to mention there, it says put off lying. Is there? And lie not one to another. All right? You know there is a white lie, there is a green one, there is a yellow lie, and a lot of type now. Why did you come late to workers meeting? Ah, pastor, I miss my boss. Is that true? Why didn't you come early enough? Oh, I took a wrong turn. Is that correct? I have paid my tithe. Everything is full. Is that you for yourself? Be true. I want to quickly jump out of that. It now says, put on. That is the one that interests me. That's why I'm running to that point. It says, put on. Which means, there are certain things I must put off. And there are certain things I must put on. In telling us, it says, bowels of mercies. Is there? Look at, let's jump to verse number, where are you now? Number 10, if I'm correct. No. 12. One second, please. He said to us in that verse 12, put on as elect of God now. You know, we are purifying one another. You are turning off certain things and you are allowing certain things to come. You are putting on, holy, beloved, bowels of what? Now, this is the way I want to explain this to you. When you learn to show mercy to others, we put I go back to my equation yesterday. Whenever I put God on top of my, I will test you now. What is the one on top? Science, keep quiet. Oh. You are good, man. Uh-uh. So you put it at the numerator, and you now put bowels of mercy under it. What do you think will happen? 
You know, we are dividing it. I mean, just to know how much of power will flow. There will be a measure, let's put it that way, of the power of God. There will be a measure of the power of God. I notice it in the life of Boaz. I don't understand that man. The Bible says when he saw Ruth and in the field and recognized her, he took cognizance of her and when she was coming to glean by the side, I don't have time to explain that, of the edges of the farmland. That is what poor men does in those days. So this lady went out to glean on the farmland all around. And then when the man came and saw her, and saw her that, ah, this lady, I've heard about your kindness, because that's another thing that commanded the power of God to flow through her and to her and brought her into the lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's leave kindness for now. Bowels of mercy. And when the lady left, you know what the man told the reaper? He said, deliberately, when you are harvesting, let it fall so that she will begin to pick them from after you. And of course, the, the lady will say, ah, reapers, look, you, this one dropped. Can you please take it back? And they will say, no, 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 we don't need it. You can take it. It was deliberate. He instructed them. That was a man full of mercy. Why will God not bring him into the lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ? The power flow. Brethren, learn the secret of being merciful. To others. Show mercy when you go out there. What are you supposed to do about mercy? Turn it, Turn it on. I hear people say, Pastor, you don't know what my husband has done to me. I can't, I can't just, I can't take it anymore. I cannot, I cannot. I will take everything from him. Excuse me, after that. What are you going to do? He said, but don't you know, Pastor, the man is a wicked man. After that, are you not useless in the hand of God? When he died for you. He says, scarcely for a righteous man will anybody want to die. But when we were yet sinner, he died for us. Am I saying you should stay under an abused relationship? No, that's not what I'm telling you. I'm only telling you remember mercy. Whenever you are dealing with any situation out there. So that we will know that the fire of God is at work. One of the ways and testimonies I want to hear is that people in this church, they are full of mercy, showing it in the city. And they say, how did you get it? They say, ah, we came under the refiner's fire. And he told us there are certain things we can do by ourselves. We can turn it on and turn certain things off. I have chosen to turn certain things off. I told some people, you know, in this country, in those days when I used to work, they would say, you know what, I can fix anything with duct tape. How many of you have heard it? I've heard that before. Excuse me, your switch that must go off. What do you do? Duct tape it to where? Permanent off position. That's what I need you to do. Somebody is going to annoy you in your place of work. But somebody is going to duct tape it permanently off. And one day somebody is coming to meet you. Say, how come you don't get annoyed? Say, I serve the almighty God. Is my strength, is my ability, is my power, is my stay, is what has been keeping me. That's why you can't get me annoyed. That's why I cannot get out of my senses. Say, not even once. He said, no, it's not possible. I learned the secret of doing what? Turning it off. The next thing you see here is the kindness. After showing mercy. And this was the one that... We, I want to explain this to you. 
when the when the spy they got to the land of Jericho, God had already instructed Joshua, nothing must survive in that city. Everything must be destroyed. But a lady did something that commanded the power of God to flow. What was it? She showed kindness. Show a little kindness. Let it be that it is you that they will find in a place that people are looking for what to do. And you say, don't worry, I'll do it for you. When you have the capacity to do it, even if you are doing it for an unbeliever, you will be shocked that the power of God will flow through you. And what, I, what do we even mean by the power of God? God will give expression to himself through you. That's what we are talking about. You know, I asked you a question yesterday night, if I'm correct. I said, have you seen the devil before? He said, no. Have you seen God before? He said, no. But we, could see, we can see the work of the devil. And we can equally see the works of God. And God wants to find expression through us so that men can see God through us. When you learn to show kindness, this lady did. And the scripture said, listen to us, that before the power of destruction flows into that place, there must be power of salvation. See, that lady must be out. And whoever is hiding under her, even Achan pick only one small thing from the place. And the scripture says they had to annihilate. I'm using that English for you to know that there will not be any posterity from the house of Achan for them to pacify the anger of God. Yet, somebody in kindness received the same God. Deliver them. Go and show kindness. When we place kindness under God, you know, God is up. Kindness under the power of God will flow. The expression will be given to God through your life. Somebody must live the Christian life out there. When you look at Philippians, I think chapter 2, verse 14. I think so. Either 14 or 15. The Bible says, in the midst of whom you must shine as light. Where? In the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. They don't have to be good before you have to be good. You say, but pastor, they are going to cheat me. Don't worry about that. God is too much than that. All that God is doing. Some of you may not even be able to preach to them. But there are certain things you will do that will showcase God. God is looking for vessels to shine through. May you be that vessel. So go and turn on kindness. The Shunammite woman. All she did was she saw Mr. Elijah passing by, back and forth, back and forth. And he said to her husband, this man is a man of God. Let us be of assistance to him. Let's show a little kindness. She didn't know that even showing that, I'm only defining the principle of kindness. I didn't say she's a Christian. I'm only using that illustration to, design, to define to you what kindness can do. She showed kindness to Elijah. And one of those days, Mr. Elisha has eaten food like two, three weeks. I said, oh boy, this woman, she has been kind to us. What can we do for her? That which she has trusted God before, and she has even lost faith. When kindness is at work, I'm going to mention something now delicately. Delicately. Don't say, Pastor Lawali preached that you don't need faith do you know that when kindness was at work, the power of God was so much that even her unbelief, 
She said, man of God, don't deceive me. Leave me alone with my problem. Eat your food and go. But the scripture said, no. When kindness is at work, there are certain levels of the power of God that you cannot imagine. That is exactly the same thing that I parallel to you from Rahab and a, a Shunammite woman. Because when you look at Rahab, she was not supposed to survive. But with kindness, the element of that power. Have you been trusting God for something in your life? And it appears as if it's not coming. Go out there. Turn on kindness. You will see how the power of God will flow. And it demonstrates. Even other people might just happen to be the one that God is going to use for your life. And you will be surprised. May God do it for you. You don't believe that? Because I say you don't need faith. I didn't say you don't need faith, but I have seen another dimension of God's power that will surpass unbelief. Yes, sir. And it will showcase God. It will showcase God in your life. Go and turn it on, and your life will never remain the same again in Jesus' name. One more. The Bible tells us here, in that verse number 12, where we live um, kindness, humble. You need humility. You can do what? What we are talking about depends on you. You turn it on or you turn it off. Humility is one thing that commands the presence of God any day. Not to be full of yourself. Learn the secret of honoring your neighbor. Learn the secret of respecting people around you. It is part of your Christian uh, living and your Christian faith. Demonstrate it. What do you do? You turn it on. You put it under the power of God. Excuse me, sir. That is one thing I know that is equal to, for the sake of this discussion, one. Hundred divided by it will give you what? Fullness of God will flow. That is why he tells you that God will resist the proud. But when a man is humble, he will give grace. And that grace will flow in his or her direction. And you will see God happen upon him. Say, how did he do it? The secret is here. Turn it what? Turn it on. Very quickly. Let me push ahead. It says we should turn on gentleness. I won't explain that. Turn on patience. It's there. Then he now wrapped it up one way. And say, put on the new man. Which after God is renewed after the image of God is there. Now, what we have been talking about is actually fruit of the spirit. And when you put all of this on, that is to say you allow the spirit of God to live through you and begin to manifest itself in you, you are more or less, when they see you, you are, they will see, is this God? And when you put God upon God, what are you going to get? God. And as far as we are concerned, at that point, you will be able to showcase God. And when the disciples, they gather themselves together in the upper room, the Bible says they were in one accord. And God could not but flow through them. Then the fire came from above. It's like the altar was prepared. I couldn't imagine that they were in one, in one accord in the upper room, and yet they are quarreling. It's not possible. They have turned off all the offs. 
and they have put on all the horns. So there was now a perfect scenario for the fire to come down. You have had it in one night. We're from two witnesses that when you take care of the altar, when you take care of the altar, the second time, and you repair it, and you wait for the appointed time, say the fire will come. If you learn the secret of allowing God to take care of impurities, I didn't mention those details to you. Go and check your scripture yesterday, General House. I mentioned it to the workers. But the ones that you can handle, the ones of turning on and off, the moment you do it, one thing is so sure. What are you trusting God for? I have some testimonies I would have loved to share with you. But I, I, have, I have been thinking in my head somehow, how do I coin it in such a way that you are not going to be putting one and two together, one and two together? Excuse me. In this assignment, we need God to show up. Oh, yes. We need God to do what? To show up. If in this assignment, God is not on your side, you are going to struggle. And I will give you illustration like this before I go. So that you can pray for yourself. Pastor is seated here. I will give an illustration that he can resonate with that some of you have asked questions about. The instruction was there in the Redeemed Christian Church of God that every pastor in the Redeemed Christian Church of God should sign a document. Right? And some people say, we are not going to sign. We are going to sign. I just kept quiet. People were wondering, why is Olawale not talking? And there was a lot of issues in America. Was there not? For one and a half years, it was up and down, up and down. I said, God, I don't know how to do this assignment. I need the power of God to arrest every one of these pastors. All of them. I spoke in tongues. It was deliberate. And I said, God, what do I do? But I know that if my life is correct... My father will flow. And I sat down with him. And he told me certain things that I must do. And I kept on doing it. I kept on doing it. And then the opposition started rising. And I said to God, what do we do next? He told me what to do. And while I was busy keeping the side of my own covenants, making sure I don't get annoyed with anybody, making sure even those who are confronting secretly, I was still fear to them. I was making sure what, I'm ta- what, I'm te- what I taught you tonight, I kept on doing it. I kept on turning off. Even when they provoke, say, Pastor, won't you say anything? Duct tape. And you come to the one of on. I duct taped it to on. So it was working for me. Then when I finished all that he has to do, say, throw it out. When we throw it out, Esa, how many will they take you to sign? He didn't answer you. He didn't, he didn't have, how many weeks did he take you to sign? One month? One week? It took America how many years? One and a half years. When you are on the side of God, certain things will happen in the jiffy. In less than two weeks, over 90% have signed. Those who will not sign, they cannot sign afterward as it were. We have told them, go, no problem. Why? Because the one that sent me must carry out the assignments. I won't tell you other ones that is too terrible more than this one. These are small things. In fact, I can tell you this is one of the least 
that my father has done for me in this assignment. I depend on him so much that if the power does not flow, there is nothing I can do. But I'm going to trust God for you tonight. Listen to this. I'm going to trust God to touch you. I'm not bringing everybody forward, but I'm going to pray a prayer of faith. Whatever you desire of God, begin to think about it right now, okay? But before you get to that, I want you to make up your mind. Father, it may be challenging out there. I will turn off all the things I have to turn off. It may be challenging out there. I will turn on the things I have to turn on. Don't assume that you have had it all in this meeting. Read that particular passage again. Shall we rise up on our feet, please? I want you to commit yourself to God. Sincerely to God. Let God, let God hear your sincere heart. Because God can hear your thoughts. That's why I made that statement. Your thoughts speak louder in his presence than your mouth. <laughs> That's what you need to know. So why don't you say, God, I am going to turn off all the things that contaminate a child of God. That will not allow the power of God to flow. Yes, I will turn on the things that releases the power of God. And when the fullness of Christ is with me, the, 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 the total new man, the Bible says, put on the new man that is renewed after the knowledge of Christ. Whatever constitutes the new man, Lord, I want to put it on in my, my journey so that I will be like God, dividing against God, becoming God. That is what I want to be. Whatever power that was there in the life of Elijah that makes him to say, if I be the servant of the Lord that you call me, let fire come down. It was a man of like passion like you. Just wrap it up like that before we pray that prayer. I want to pray with you. That in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, take control. Take control. I commit my life to your hand. I promise you, Lord, I'm going to live a life of God. I am going to make sure I turn off the things that deny me the flow of your power. And I'm going to turn on everything that showcases your power in my life. In my relationship with my husband, in my relationship with my father, with my mother, with my siblings, every one of us, even the brothers and sisters in the house of God, so that the power of God will flow. Thank you, Father. I bless your name and worship you. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Your amen is too weak. Was it not you that was laughing recently? The Holy Spirit didn't say you should not laugh now. You can laugh and you can still say amen. I said, in Jesus' name we pray. How many of you have a thought of what you want God to do for you? When I said, make sure you are believing God for something. Nobody in the house? Okay, let us assume everybody because these hands are many. Now, you know what to do? Join your hands to your neighbor. All over the place. No hand must be loose. Don't worry. You don't worry. Hold on there. Don't worry there. Join your hand to everyone around you. Your hand must not, your two hands must be joined to somebody else. And please don't have a lock. No, 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 don't have a lock. Connect to somebody behind. Every hand must be completely joined together. Pastor, come, 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 come. Come here. You two, come here. You turn like this so that it'll be easier. Father, we thank you, Lord. 
We bless your name. We worship you. Father, we join our hands together in one accord. And we trust you. And we have promised you. Whatever it is that constitutes impurities, we will not allow it in our life. We will allow your fire to burn them off. And what we have to do by ourselves, you said turn them off. And the ones that we have to turn on, you said turn them on. Lord, we, 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 have, we, have, we have discussed it tonight, and we have also enjoyed one another in your presence. Father, we promise you, we will continue to turn off all those things that comes up in our life that is not pleasing to you. And we will continue to turn on all the things that pleases you, that enables your power. From tonight, any issue that has been a source of concern to any one of us, with this hand joined together in one accord, let the fire of the Lord flow. Amen. Let the power of God flow. Amen. Let the power of God flow Amen. into every one of us to take care of this situation. Are there issues that the kingdom of darkness has rejoiced against us? Father, we agree together today. We resist the devil. Lose your grip from any one of us life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Is there anyone that is trusting you for healing? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, tonight we receive it. Lord, is there anyone that is trusting you to advance in ministry? Lord, we receive it tonight. Lord, whatever the power of God can do, do it in our midst. Touch all and sundry. In the name of Jesus Christ, have mercy upon our shortcoming. Let the power of God flow, Lord, into every life here tonight and let them testify. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we pray. Brethren, go and testify in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Put your hands together for this great God. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.